Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. You could be listening on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You could listen on the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM, channel 158, a smart speaker. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to super producer and host Dave Shepard holding it down in New York talked about a lot the disaster of the new york jets we talked about joe namath what makes joe namath qualified to even pitch a fit about the new york jets we talked about joe burrow we talked about justin fields uh, we talked about some of the teams that have clinched postseason berths tonight in major league baseball the milwaukee brewers and then you also have the philadelphia phillies they're trying to go back to a, a World Series. Good luck. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As we continue on with the show, I'm going to get to more of your calls. You know, we, we talked about a team that has had no success. Ironically, they are polar opposites. If you need to look at the New England Patriots and the New York Jets, they sit on complete different ends of the spectrum. New York Jets have no idea what success looks like. And the New England Patriots, they have experienced a lot. And on Ben Roethlisberger's podcast, both he and the bus, Jerome Bettis, uh, they took some time to remind us that, yeah, we, we think the Patriots cheated us a little bit too. And so we'll, we'll hear from Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis. Uh, I want to talk about that. Deion Sanders has some thoughts on, uh, moving away from the ass-kicking that his squad just received. Uh, Travis Kelsey is just, he's just making money all over the place just by hanging out with a pop star. We got a lot to do. And then you know what? Yeah, we, we've we even taken a couple of calls tonight on Damian Lillard, who I believe is still going to Miami. If he ends up in Toronto, I'd I'd be shocked. Let's get to more of your calls, and then we got to talk about these Patriots, man. Because the, the New England Patriots will never, ever just get away from the, the cheating. They, they won't. And I'm not saying they're doing anything right now. But, I mean, when you got Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis sitting around saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we got cheated. They cheated us too. You kind of got to go, man, is, 
Belichick can never catch a break. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Will is here from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Will? Hey, JR. Good to talk to you, man. I'm uh, my, my schedule kind of changed, so I get to hear hear your show more, and I'm uh, becoming a big fan. Um, so up? here's my question, man. Like, if I'm the Jets, instead of just, like, considering the season to be completely over – I don't get it, man. Like I, I'm a, I'm, well, I'm an attorney, but I'm, I'm a, you know, owner of a, a, a business. And if something goes wrong, right? Like I have to figure out a solution. Like so, here's here's my point. They got a tough schedule coming up. I look at the schedule, and I mean, they, they got a daunting schedule. So how do you how do you get past that? I mean, it, it, it's definitely not the, the coup hunter, and he ain't he ain't it, man. It's obvious. Um, clearly, the trade for Fields makes no sense. That I mean. I think Justin Fields can can succeed somewhere, but but not not overnight, and not you know probably not in New York. So why not Cousins? Now I know there may be a financial. When I actually read a CBS Sports uh, CBS Sports article on that, saying the same thing, um, and, and possibly if not him, maybe maybe Jameis, because if if the car injury is not severe, which is kind of I think where the reports are leading. His shoulder, he's um, week to week. Derek Carr's week to week. Yeah, you know, but but he but he has an injury issue, so I kind of wonder if they're willing to let the insurance policy go there. No. But you also got you also got the, the what's his name uh, the other the other quarterback slash wide receiver slash running back that they got you know. So um, uh, is he still there? Yeah, Taysom Hill's still there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I don't know, man. I just know if if I'm if I'm Robert Sala, you got a defense that is giving up. On on this, it sounds like on at least the quarterback. I mean, they came in saying we're going to be a top five defense. I need to put if I'm the coach and I'm the owner, I need to put a quarterback behind center and say that that can that I can say eat with this guy, we can still achieve these goals. Now with with Cousins, you know, it's a one year deal. He's a mercenary. He's going to go somewhere else. No threat to Rodgers, uh, in my opinion. I mean, if you want a Super Bowl, you might have some kind of deal. But yeah, I mean, but then you know, if he does that's... that. That's Great. the thing. Well, that's that's. I was waiting for for you to 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 finish, and I was going to say what you just said. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, I'm sorry. the goal for the New York Jets this season was to a get to the postseason, something that didn't happen because of the quarterback play last season, and then right. also have a chance at the Super Bowl. It is not enough, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm being looking at this from a very flat and even perspective. It's not okay. going to be worth it for the New York Jets to go out and give up a draft pick or acquire anybody just to make the postseason when realistically, uh, unless you feel real good about the same kind of upside, it doesn't make sense to give up an asset and, and have to pay. It just doesn't. Yeah, no, I, t- I totally get it. And, and I so don't know if there's a guy here. But they're going to ride it out because if, if you're not going to be – if you're only going to be incrementally better, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But don't you? Here's my thing. Don't you think there's a chance that? And I don't know who this is, but there's been times where a defense of that level, you know, a Jeff Hostetler wins it, a a Trent Dilfer nah, wins it. A, this this ain't the Bears. This is not the the yeah. Ravens. No, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. 
But well, I'm just I'm just saying that that like do you so so you keep what do you think you keep Wilson back there hoping Bruh, that hoping he, that, that he improves because yes, he's a long term yes, solution. Yes, it's going to be a slow, bloody yeah. process for the Jets. Yes, yes. Maybe it gets yeah. so bad that you bring in a Carson Wentz, but yes, it's going to be. Oh, mad. what about a Nick Foles? That's the other one I want to tell you. And the reason I man, say that, man, the dude, you could they, everyone, you... well, everyone hated Wentz on that team. I mean, well, that's known fact. You, yeah, I, Foles well, comes in, and everybody hates the quarterback in New York now. I'm don't. I mean, I know he's older. I'm just saying. Well, this know. is my point. We can okay. run down the all the list. We can throw in the Brissettes and the Wentz. You, we can go down the yeah. list. The point is, the New York Jets are doomed for this year. And they know they, yeah. they were pretty much doomed. Their only second best option, and thank you for calling for Myrtle Beach, was for Zach Wilson to be serviceable. Is he going to improve and be serviceable? Outside of that, it's, it's over, okay? And so that's why you got players who are ticked off. Well, you want him to bench Zach Wilson for who? For what? To put Tim Boyle back there? Come on now. Is everybody going to be excited about Simeon? The players like, we busting our ass. We had Super Bowl aspirations. We had playoff aspirations. Now we got to look at him again? Come on, man. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jason is calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Jason? Man, first of all, I want to apologize to all the dumb people from Chicago who've been calling your show tonight. Um, they're a very what, what poor dumb person called from Chicago? <laughs> what dumb person called from Chicago? John is from Chicago. He just moved to Florida. Oh, the one who doesn't <laughs> like the one who didn't like Joe Namath. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got people trying to trade Justin Fields. But anyway, I'm gonna leave that aside. Let, let me say this. I, I am from Chicago, and I'm also a Dolphins fan, which is ironic, which is what made me call when I heard John say this. Look, Jim McMahon is still revered in Chicago. Revered. Joe Namath was ten times better than Jim McMahon ever was. The Bears won that Super Bowl because of the defense and because of Walter Payton. That's what got them to the Super Bowl that's how they won that Super Bowl. And so for John to say, well, why is Joe Namath get to say what he gets to say? Jim McMahon says stuff here in Chicago, man, you would think it was from Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> Any member of the 85 Bears who says anything in this city, they automatically give it well, credibility. That's, that's why I, I said to John, I said, what you're telling me right now is a uh, – is, a, is like a loser's mentality to not understand why the quarterback won the only championship team that won in 1969. To not understand why in New York he is not revered is just a loser's mentality. You go, oh, well, he ain't scored no touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's some real loser stuff. I'm sorry. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I'm glad you said it, and that's why I called in. I just wanted to let you know because in Chicago – you know, the 85 Bears, there's nothing these guys can do wrong. And, and they've got really good careers after they play. Most of them are on sports radio shows here. Yeah. You know, they, they took that one Super Bowl winning season and it hooked everybody up, including Mike Dicker. 
who didn't do nothing after after that either. Well, you know, he, they he said, all he, cash in on yeah, it. Yeah, he says he says a lot of things now. I try not to hear him, but he says a lot of things. I know. Amen to that, brother. Thank you, Jason. You take it easy, all right? You too, bro. No problem. And, and yeah. JR. Yes. So Phil Simms has won one Super Bowl. He's got two to his name, obviously, when Hostetler won his and Phil Simms got hurt. Eli's got two. To this day, Joe Namath is still the most revered New York quarterback we've ever had, including yes, including, including yes. the New York Giants franchise where Eli Manning beat Tom Brady twice. Yes, Joe Namath is the legend. Correct. Man. Yes, he's, he's the legend. It's like, yo, that's the man. And it's not so much, and if you don't understand it, it's not so much about, oh, my God, he went to the Super Bowl and there was no – he didn't score no touchdown in the Super Bowl. Man, you have to understand the historical relevance of the guy, the cultural relevance of the man, especially in New York City. It goes beyond, oh, my God, this is the touchdown. What gives him the right? He actually played in New York. We're talking about a quarterback right now who if Zach Wilson, he can't go into the city, okay? And, and if you don't know what I mean by that, a lot of the players in New York do not live, and I'm talking the Jets and the Giants, they do not live in New York City proper. They don't live in the island of Manhattan. They don't live in the five boroughs. They stay in New Jersey where the practice facility is. They go into the city, and then they leave, okay? Zach Wilson is not walking down 42nd Street, 59th Street. He's not on Wall Street having lunch. He, no, uh-uh. This man would get shouted and cussed at. What are you doing? Throw better, man. You got to do better. We hope you do better. He ain't doing that. He ain't cut out for it. And there's so many people who play in New York who ain't cut out for it. I mean, you had Mark Sanchez, one of his first photo shoots for GQ, this dude out here, Mark Sanchez, is wearing a fur coat, and he's, uh, you know, paying homage, paying homage to uh, Joe Namath. Well, Mark Sanchez bombed. Alex Rodriguez, who is probably uh, one of the biggest insecure, super, superstar, talented athletes of all time, nobody liked Alex Rodriguez in New York. I mean, it was Derek G. Nobody liked Alex Rodriguez. It's like he had to try to push every button. Oh, my God, somebody like me. Like, it's not easy. Joe Namath won, and Joe Namath owned and still owns New York. He don't talk a lot. He doesn't pop up a lot. He's not in everybody's face. He's not screaming about the Jets. He ain't on talk radio. Uh, he's selling Medicaid on TV, on commercials. He's 80 years old. But when the guy speaks and when he talks and when he does pop up, people go, he's a living legend. He has an air about him. And I know about kissing Susie Colbert and all that crap from 20 years ago. I watched it live and laughed like everybody else, even though it wasn't funny. But the fact is, when he does talk, you think about what he has done and what he's done over the years. He's a legend. He's the man, the myth, the legend. And so... Understand that. It's, it, this is what it just flat boils down to. Did you win? Were you the leader? It wasn't so much about what you didn't do. And, oh, my God, the Jets sh should have won more Super Bowls before, you know, his knees gave out. They only won one. 
Like that's that 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 hits me with uh Le- LeBron stuff. I mean, there's still to this day people who will scream and yell about what LeBron hasn't done. And it's like, well, damn, do you see what the guy did do? And it's not just LeBron or Joe Namath. Sometimes we get so caught up with what someone hasn't done that we don't pay attention to what they do. Well, my kid, man, why are you bringing home 98s? Every test is a 98, 98, 98. Why are you not getting perfects? Well, damn. Can, can we appreciate what I'm doing right here? Stop worrying about me and missing the other two points for 100. It's like, damn. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Kevin is here from Bloomington, Indiana. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Kevin? Wow, JR. I just want to say that you guys provide me with a ton of entertainment, and I really appreciate what you do on the radio. Joe Namath in 1969 was the epitome of cool. So cool, it, yeah. It, it, trans, it transcended sports into culture. Those were bleak times. I was alive back then, and you had Vietnam. You had assassinations going on. And Joe Namath was a ray of sunshine. And to this day, I get chills thinking about him. And these, you know, haters are going to hate. And and people that are grumpy are going to be grumpy. But but you have to call up to your show and complain about Joe Namath. It's just absurd. (laughs) Why does anybody care what Joe Namath thinks? I I mean, well, yeah. Hey, he he was was cooler than the Beatles. It was that that was that was a, a, a beautiful time. When he he was the quarterback, and I'm a little nervous, so I'm sorry. No, but... why are you? What are you nervous? It's not to be nervous about. We just we ain't doing nothing but sitting here talking crap. What you nervous about? Well, I, I'm pretty crippled up, and I look oh. forward to your guys' show right. whenever you guys are on, and you provide me three or four hours of time when I can relax and and have a good time. And oh, I just man. wanted to say thank you for that. Oh, I ain't no doubt, Kevin. Man, Kevin, listen, man, don't be nervous. You call up anytime, all right? Can I? Because I'd like to talk some soccer with you sometime. Oh, hell yeah. What, what's like? I mean, we talking MLS. We talking Premier League. What are we talking about? I'm talking Indiana Hoosiers. Hoosiers? Man, what? 15-time champions. You want to talk to me about college They've been playing soccer here soccer? for 50 years. You didn't expect oh, yeah. Big Ten soccer. Yeah, okay, we go. Yeah, Big Ten soccer uh, and, no, and national that, championships, you know. Hey, and you the want... thing about soccer oh, is yeah. it's it's an extremely this. inexpensive game to play. It is. And people all the around world's the world, game. all you need is a ball right. and a couple of rocks to make a goal. That's right. You don't need a bunch of equipment. Right. And it, it, it's really a beautiful game. So, and Kevin, I, I agree. If you want to talk to me about, like, MLS, like high level, like Messi – if you want to talk to me about international <laughs> soccer, if you want to slide in some Premier League or Champions League or World Cup, uh, U.S. women's national teams, men national, we can do that. But I don't, I don't know if we're going to start diving into, uh, you know, college level, okay? Hey, I understand. That's, yeah. that, that's cool. But folks just I, – I think they don't understand just how international – 
and and how available uh, that sport is for they folks. They do. They do. They just don't care here in America. Some people. They they do. Hey, Go I don't know if it. you heard this, Kevin. At some point, I think this might have been in January, and I don't remember the the rhyme or reason, or maybe it was the end of last year. I, I do know I was broadcasting in Portland, Oregon that day. Might have been December. We had a whole conversation, and it was a. Uh, I don't want to say hilarious, but we got a lot of opinions. And this is pre-Messi coming to the MLS. We had a lot of callers who shared a lot of opinions about soccer, how they felt about it here in the United States of America. And it was, uh, I would say, it's one of the best shows that we did. And uh, if, if I can I find it, I think I probably heard means, that one. And, uh, you, you know, folks are just real ethnocentric here. What would you call Oh, Who? Ethnocentric? Yes. Okay. All right. You so. know, they don't uh, – narrow minds. Narrow I, I, minds. I, I, I would use that I would use that one first. Hey, Kevin, I'll talk okay. to you soon. You call me back anytime, all right? Thank you, JR. You take care and Shep rules. Yeah, he does. Shep rules it all. Shep rules everything around me. Cream. Hey, Shep, remember that? That was a great show. All those soccer people, you remember that? I I do. That's right, man. And and you you do love soccer. We don't obviously it's not talked about a lot on a national level. Yeah. Um, but people yeah. don't. It's not. I understand. I try right. to cast cast a wide net, man. So you might be the only national radio host that has interviewed Pele. You think so? I do. I do because it, he's just because he doesn't do a lot of media, and, and he's obviously not here he's not here. I I right. well obviously right, but. But when he was here, he didn't do a lot of media in his later years. I had to talk to that man in London. Bro. Right. I didn't even talk to him in America. I talked to him in London. But by the way, JR, for everyone that is saying an anointed Messi, uh, you know, Lionel Messi as, as the GOAT and, and saying there's no one else like him in the history of the sport, that's all fine and good. But but he, and I'm, I'm sorry to do this, but yeah. there, there, there's, no, there's no Pele. He's not, he's not in that stratosphere. Well, I mean, he's uh, he he helped blaze the trail for these guys. Right. I mean, I can't dispute that. That's why I say everything boils down to different eras. Man. Sure. Everything boils down to eras. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. We'll get some more of your calls. We're going to hear from Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis about these cheating Patriots. There's so much more to do. Here on CBS Sports Radio, don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, man. You're the man for nighttime radio. I enjoy listening to you every night, man. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. It's 855 212 4CBS. You know, we talked about the Jets and their pain. There's a team that's been inflicting a lot of pain on them for a long time now, the better part of 20 years. As a matter of fact, they have beat the New York Jets 15 consecutive times. That is, how do you even do that in the NFL? Like, how do you not win by accident one time? 
New York Jets are pathetic. Anyway, it's the New England Patriots. And we know Bill Belichick has been whooping a ass forever. 23 seasons as the head coach of the Patriots. At one point in time, it, the job was his with the New York Jets. He didn't want to go along with the, uh, the active ownership group at that time and decided to boogie. And so he goes up to New England. There's some guy named Tom Brady that they also draft. And we all know what happened. But along the way, there have been some bumps and some hiccups. And I'm not talking about Tom Brady leaving. I'm talking about some of the, the, the controversies, some of the spying, some of the deflating of footballs, some of the fines and suspensions, etc. Hey, I'm talking about Spygate, 2007, a former uh, New York Jet head coach, Mr. Eric Mangini, used to work for Belichick, blowing the whistle. I'm talking about Deflategate. Tom Brady, I didn't know about the the balls. I didn't tell him to deflate the balls. I don't play with the balls before the game. We know about all of that. Well, we can even go back further to 2004. You might remember that season. The New England Patriots won that year. They beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But before that, they played a Steelers team. And that Steelers team that they played against had a better record than the New England Patriots at that time. They were 15-1 and heading into the season. And so they go to an AFC championship game, and ultimately the Patriots win 41-27. to And what does that have to do with today? Well, two legends. The bus, Jerome Bettis, sat down with Ben Roethlisberger on Ben Roethlisberger's podcast, and they were just shooting a you-know-what. And they talked about 2004. And it started off by, hey, Ben Roethlisberger, if you would have played better, not throwing interceptions, we would have went to the Super Bowl. But then they both agreed that there was a little bit more at play. Take a listen to this. Your ass hadn't thrown two interceptions. We'd be in the Super Bowl. What you mean? Get me to the Super Bowl. What you mean? You don't get me there. Hey, to be fair, the Patriots cheated. For sure they did. It's not even a question mark. It's not even a question in my mind. It was fourth and one. It was fourth and one. They called timeout. First of all, coach did this back in the day. This meant a counter. They, they saw this. Coach called it. Office line coach did that on the sideline. They called timeout. Who normally goes to the sideline on a timeout? The defensive captains, right? They told the nose guard, Washington. They pulled him to the sideline. Big 400-pound guy, he don't want to go to the sideline and come all the way back. <laughs> cold. Right? It cold. was cold. What, what he want to go to the sideline for? They yelling, made him go to the sideline, and I always thought, that, like, what, what are you going to say? He went all to the sideline and came back. Then, we run the play, he loops into the hole. <laughs> Washington does. They stop us on fourth down, right? That's a critical play in the game. They, were, they had our signs, and they called a timeout to get them ready for that play because they knew it was coming. No question yes, in my mind. I remember vividly because I, I thought, why is this big dude? Why is this big dude going to the sideline? Mm-hmm. 
But anyway. But anyway, that's, that's yeah, I regret it. Yeah, it's just just God shooting the you know what. I mean, isn't it is it low hanging fruit to just say the Patriots were cheaters? And no, I wasn't out there with Jerome Bettis and Ben Roethlisberger playing in eleven degree weather in an AFC championship game. I I was not there. I wasn't there. But I don't think this takes away from anything that the Patriots have done. I mean, all things considered. Were they cheating or were they stealing signs? And at what point in time have you gone from just stealing signs to just absolutely cheating? I mean, we we get this in every sport. If I got to think about baseball, how many times does the, the, the catcher, he's over here looking up at the batter trying to say, hey, man, what the hell are you looking down here for? Mind your business. Trying to relay signs. I mean, we can go ahead and, and think about the Houston Astros, uh, all things considered. Did they only win a championship because they were cheating? If I got to think about the New England Patriots, did they only win championships because they were spying on teams and their practice habits? Like, I don't, I don't think so. Like, everybody's looking for a leg up. And so, look, Jerome Bettis and Ben Roethlisberger, they might be completely right uh, when it comes down to the Patriots deciphering signs and signals were they enlisting drones to check out the, the, the Steelers before they played the game? I, I'm not so sure about that. So I know Bill Belichick catches a lot of crap now, as he should, especially the general manager version of him. But come on. I, I, give me more stories. But my mind is never going to change about the Patriots. They got Deflategate. They got Spygate. And Bill Belichick always looking for a leg up. You got your own dude, former coach with you, Eric Mangini, saying that, hey, man, he's out here trying to, uh, you know, steal people's information. There's the whole spying in Cincinnati thing. It's it's bad. But I'm not going to say that the Patriots only won just because they were cheating. I I don't I don't get with that. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS for whatever reason. If there's one thing that Belichick is happy about right now, it's Taylor Swift. Or maybe it's the fact that I think he's uh, no longer dating that woman. Hey, Shep, maybe that's why he's so happy now, because he's a free man, probably, maybe. Well, listen, I mean, you want to talk about, I know Belichick kind of had a funny joke that it's the greatest catch Kelsey's ever made with Taylor. You see, uh, the, I mean, his relatively new girlfriend, I know they're broken up wait, now. Wait, that's the wait, greatest wait. catch Belichick's ever made. She was out of his league. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. The old girlfriend. Yeah, he was he was batting up. Okay. Yeah. He may not have another girlfriend. Well. That might be his last girlfriend yeah, he's, ever. He's, he's a multimillionaire, and uh, he's always he, going to have a girlfriend. He's famous. I mean, you see what Robert Kraft pulled in besides massages? What? It's the JR Sport Free Show here on CBS Sports <laughs> oh, Radio. true. <laughs> I'm not making anything up. You <laughs> <see>. <laughs> what? What? It's true. She's 50 years younger and she looks it. That's all I'm saying. There's nothing There's nothing infactual about that. Did you see what Robert Kraft was pulling besides massages? Oh, my God. He, he, he was having a lot of massages. And somehow Deshaun Watson, that's all we seem to care about. But yet it was more grotesque what Kraft was doing at his age compared to what Watson was doing. What they were both doing was horrible. It seems like Kraft uh, went a little bit under the rug. Does it matter how many times you go back? 
well, let's just put it this way. When, you, when we're talking multimillionaires and then Robert Kraft is a multibillionaire, there's a reason why he can get away with a little more than Deshaun Watson. It's yeah, just the truth. Say? There, there was no evidence of something, right? Impermissible evidence, I think. Ah. I think that's what happened with Robert Kraft. Fair enough. He's, he's yeah, got, well, he's, I mean, got better I guess lawyers. the evidence can disappear when you got right. a couple billion, right? He, he's got better lawyers. That, that's what being a billionaire is about. That's what that was. Yeah. Wow. What are we talking about now? Uh, we were talking about Bill Belichick being in a better mood because he's single. Yeah. Possibly is. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you. Maybe that's why he's hanging out at the Taylor Swift concerts. I don't know. Anyway, how about we just do this? You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, that's why I first I just want to say, JR, you're the man. All these other radio shows, you hear the same boring stuff. And you know what I'm saying? I love how you bring them callers in. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, we got a, we got a ton of callers. We got a lot of callers. We got people who've been waiting a long time to get on the air. So let's go ahead and, and, and get to your calls. Uh, I have a feeling people are going to talk about Joe Namath. People are going to talk about football. I mean, there's a lot of things here. So let's just get to it. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Arizona, and let's talk to Vinny. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Like always, thanks for taking my call, brother. You and Shep are the best. Thank you. What's up? Hey, so two quick questions for you. One of them's kind of on the serious side, and one of them's kind of – just for fun. Well, give me the fun. Give me the fun question first. All right. So the fun question first. So that one dude that called in that said Joe Namath ain't nothing. Yeah. What are the odds on like DraftKings or FanDuel if it was odds that Joe Namath got that dude's wife's? Uh, okay. All right. Well, what's the serious question? All right. So out of all the teams that should have been juggernauts to start the season that are starting off kind of slow. Which one's the most surprising to you? Which one is the most ready to win and turn things around? And is there a football team that kind of stands out to you that people kind of slept on going into the season? Uh, I mean, you're asking me three three separate questions. So, what? It, so, is there a team that I think is is disappointing? Yeah, like other than Cincinnati, of course. Right, that was going to be the that was going to be the one team that I mentioned. I I can't think about any other team that I'm looking at that I go, oh my god, they're they're, they're worse than what I thought. You know, I, well Jacksonville, I'd probably say they've been pretty pathetic. So I thought Jacksonville would be better than what they've been so far. Fair enough. And then, what do you think the Saints' odds are if Carr's actually out? I know it's week to week now, but he does have. Man, I expect the Saints to hurt. finish. I expect the Saints to finish close to 500 and win nothing. That's that's what it is. If they get to the playoffs, I'd be a little surprised by that, uh, but I expect them to finish around 500. And that's without Carr, correct, or is that with him? No, nah, that's with that's with or without him. Because I mean, playing in the NFC South, I don't know if there's any team in the NFC South that you look at that. Oh my God, they are they are head and shoulders above everybody else. Atlanta is still trying to get their feet underneath them with Ritter under center. We know Carolina 
They got a rookie quarterback in Bryce Young running around with a busted up ankle right now. And in Tampa Bay, they're going to be relying on their defense. Um, but they, they should be fine. And so you got three teams in the division that I'd say are, I don't want to say equal, but nobody's jumping ahead of the other ones. I mean, I couldn't agree more with you. Unfortunately, I am a Saints fan, so I was hoping for a little bit more positive news, but no. I love how you just keep man. it real, man. Yeah, it's like it's two things. Are you competing for a Super Bowl or are you not? And the Saints aren't competing for a Super Bowl. Yeah, we're, we're nowhere near that. Even there you go. Elite. They're competing just to go to the playoffs and to see what happens. They're, they're rolling the dice. So, um, for me, that sticks them in the middle somewhere. So, we'll see what happens, man. All right, well, I appreciate you taking my call. You and Chef, like I said, are the best men, and y'all stay up. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate you. Vlad is calling from Illinois. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I just wanted to say um, the Fields and Wilson thing, man, I wasn't really feeling that. I feel like if Wilson was on his team, it would be worse. It's not like the NBA, NBA where you can trade really vanilla and stuff, man. I just Did don't you understand say, Wait, that. wait, wait, wait. Vlad, I had to hit the cough button. Did you say something about Millie Vanilli, or did I make that up? Uh, Willie Manilli. Willie who? Willie Manilli. Who? Willie Man Willie Manilli. Yeah. Help me out. Who? Who's w Willie Manilli? Who is that? No, 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 no. It's like it's saying like um like crazy. That's a, that's something we say around here in Illinois. That's my bad, man. Oh, I, I never Western heard that. Place. I've heard of Millie Vanilli. I don't know what you was Yeah, talking. I got my words mixed up. I'm sorry about that, man. You're it's about to okay. a break, so I was trying to be quick. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. It's all right. And um, on a side note, man, I told um, I told one of my college professors about your show, man. I told him that uh, every time you're not on, they lose customers. I'll see you later, man. <laughs> Thank you, Vlad, for calling from Illinois. When you're not on, they lose customers. Great drop. 855-212-4CBS. Grant is calling from Alaska. Go ahead, Grant. Hey, Shep, you might have to take over. Go ahead, Grant. Hey, yeah, JR, I didn't know you were Rip City. You didn't know I could do what? I didn't know you were Rip City, Portland, Rip Oregon. C as, in, as in Baltimore? Oh, no, Rip City as in Portland. Yeah, yeah Rip I was, City. Yeah, I was there, I was there uh, over the wintertime, yes. Yeah, that's what you said. I had sheet in my cab. I drove a radio cab for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was. But this was months ago. This before summertime. Anyways, back back to New York City and Namath. Yeah. Remember, Randy Johnson got the uh, put the hand in the cameraman's face. Yeah, he wasn't ready for it. I mean, well, you're six foot eleven, and you're Randy Johnson walking down the street. You should get used to a camera in your face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My 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 boys. He grew up on 68th and Hunter. 68th and Hunter, and uh, he was 6'5", and uh, was a Golden Gold boxer in Manhattan, and uh, he had a hat that said, have a nice day. Well. Because that's well, New York City. And uh, well, cream, cash rules, everything around me. Yeah, get the money, dollar, dollar bill, yo. Ironically, Randy Johnson, uh, for not wanting a camera in his face, he is now a photographer. I'll take my call off the air. Well, thank you, Grant. Hey, Shep, do you know what do you know what just happened? I'm busy screening phone calls, man. <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that guy was talking about. I was also telling you that you may have to take over, man. I'm I'm about to cough up a lung over here, bro. I, I got you anytime, Jr. You know that. I may cough up a lung. We got here. Uh, Glenn is calling from Toronto. Go ahead, Glenn. 
Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, ask me in five minutes. I may not exist anymore, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, firstly, I just want to apologize because last time I called, I was speaking about the Blue Jays, and I spoke over you, and that was kind of rude, so I just want to apologize for that. I, and, I, um, I don't really recall, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to apologize because um, I, I spoke over you, and I didn't really – I was talking way too fast and not giving you a chance to respond, and I apologize. Um, just quickly want to talk about this, Damien Lillard. Um, I've heard – is it an actual rumor that yeah, the Raptors are trying to sign, uh, trade for him, or what's the story? Yeah, that's that's been a report, yes. Why, why that would be want the it. case, I don't know, but yes, it's what's been reported. I don't want it. Because just because the, the amount they're going to have to give up for them for what he, his one year left in his contract, when we traded for Kawhi, we had a really good team, and Kawhi and and um, with uh, with Nick Nurse was the final piece, uh, with obviously um, a couple other uh, trades in midseason to get us to the championship. Uh, it's he's not he's not going to well, be the one that's going to make championship I, contenders. I I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it too much because I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a lot yeah, of. I, just, I, I think it's yeah. utilizing. I think Portland is trying to utilize Toronto to kind of push Miami yeah. to make a trade. So I wouldn't. Say yeah, that. yeah. Also, um, one other thing with that a whole um, uh, Jerome Bettis, Ben Roethlisberger thing. Um, I'm going to go with something that Patrick Ward once said to Jeremy Roenick when he chirped him. Uh, he said, um, "I'm sorry, uh, I can't hear you. My championship rings are blocking my ears." So you know, those six rings are kind of like. Uh, I think um, uh, blocking Bill Belichick's ears to the criticism from those two. Hey, I don't think that man gives yeah. a damn what anybody says, so I hear you, man. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you have a you, great Glenn. night, man. You too. Appreciate you. Yeah, what, is, what does Bill Belichick care about? The man cares about football. I don't know what else. Uh, Shep, what, what do you think Belichick's interests are outside of football? Nothing, right? Uh, the Naval Academy. Okay, because, okay, because of his, sure. Because of his dad's coaching legacy there, right? Um, his his sons. What, okay, the, isn't is the, the one the, who makes the, the funny cr- face is still on the staff? I believe so. Yes, uh, uh, he the played, mullet. Right. Uh, right. It, it, trust me, uh, New England fans in the worst way do not want him uh, n- anywhere near being a head coach when Bill hangs it up. It's probably going to may- be Mayo anyway. But uh, uh, lacrosse, he played lacrosse in college. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. He did, and that's it. Lacrosse, the Naval Academy, his sons in football. He's very respectful to people that serve this country. He does a really good job of honoring those individuals. He don't care about nothing else. Pretty much. You know what? Let's hear from Bill Belichick on the other side. Sounds good. I know what he's excited about. She's like six foot tall and blonde. It's the JR Sport Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.